Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about what should you weigh, right? How do you decide that? And that's a big question because the more congruent you are, the more you believe and want to weigh what your goal weight is, the easier time you're going to have losing weight. But it's a little trickier question, I think, than most people think. Um, so first off, right off the bat, your goal weight is probably one that doesn't have a lot of meaning to you. It's probably just something you've been saying for decades at this point. Um, something you, you, know, you weighed when you were 20, it's way when you got, you got married, when you lost a bunch of weight on Weight Watchers. And so we need to give it more meaning. And um, so that, that's the first step. But So what should you weigh? Well, no one can tell you that. You know, it's up to you. It's the weight. It, my suggestion would be choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life. And the truth is you probably don't know what that is at this point. So you start with a, a weight, whatever you may think it is, and then you take into account how it is for you to achieve that weight. You see, a lot of people choose a weight, a goal weight, as if it exists in a vacuum. They just pick a number and think, that's what I want to be. But you've got to live and eat a certain way in order to achieve that weight. So you've got to take that into account because that's the other side of the equation. If it was enough just to choose a weight, yeah, everyone would do that. But if, you, you know, if you're choosing a weight where you're just uh, eating carrots and drinking water to achieve it, that's a shitty quality of life and you're not going to do it. So we've got to take both sides into account and find the sweet spot. So again, you can start out with a certain goal weight um, that you want to achieve, but then you've got to take into account what you're going to have to do um, lifestyle-wise, eating-wise in order to achieve it, and then decide if that's what you want to do. So you can start with uh, BMI charts are a fine place to start for sure, but it doesn't have to be in the, the normal range even. You know, again, it's all dependent on you. And this is where things get interesting because very rarely when it comes to our weight for some reason, do we really take into account what, where do I want to live? Where do I feel the best? And instead, we're always attaching ourselves to some concept of perfection, right? That this ideal perfect weight. Um, well, there is no ideal perfect weight. Uh, weight, like money, is a means to an end. And it's not about the weight as much as it is the process used to create that weight that's going to impact your life more. So again, take both sides of these things into account and it's going to allow you to get to a weight that feels a lot better for you, right? It has more meaning to it and there's going to be a lot more motivation to make that happen, okay? Because you've taken both sides into account. And so again, the shortcut is that you choose the, the weight that gives you the best quality of life. What weight makes you the happiest, the healthiest, makes you feel the best about yourself? These are the questions. And again, it's not just about a number on a scale or a size of your clothes. It's about how you're living, how you're eating, you know, what your day-to-day -day reality is. And you need to make sure that you're enjoying that as well, okay? Um, there is no, no number on a scale that's gonna make up for all those things. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna make yourself miserable eating-wise, living-wise, so that you can achieve some really, really low weight. You've gotta free yourself of that concept and idea and start to take into account the context of your reality, how you're living, um, and how your body responds to weight. Different people are, you know, have different responses, and um, it's sometimes it's harder for a person to get to a lower weight than it is for other people. Um, and that's just the reality of it. And so the question is, why do you wanna get that low? You know what I mean? That, that's a great question. And, and again, always optimizing towards what's gonna give you the best quality of life. That's the weight that I think you should weigh. And so when you start thinking about it this way, I think it's gonna be very enlightening for you. So I, I wish you the best with this one. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Let's get started here. What's up, Karen? Um, what's up, Jody? Hi, Jim. Just want to thank you for totally changing my life. <laughs> See you a little after three today. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And I got to send you that link. Um, not that there's any rush for it, but um, I'll, I'll get you that link as well. So you can, uh, if you want to get joined with the, the Thrive program, you can do that. That's awesome, though. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, that's so awesome. Love hearing that stuff. It is like that though, right? I mean, you know, again, I, I get people like that um, 
all the time. It, it's because it's not just about the weight, you know. I, I, I say this stuff every day, every day. It's not just about the weight; it's about how you're achieving it, you know. And and you got to get yourself out of that mindset that that some number weight is just going to magically make everything perfect, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, humans, right? Because it's like there's a good chance that you've already been at your goal weight at some point. Well, yeah, of course you are, right? At least <laughs> at least for a little bit, you were at your goal weight. But it's like this idea that at that goal weight, like everything is just magically great, you know. And and I don't know, like like again, you're not going to hear this message too often, but because um, everyone's trying to hype you up, like like living at your goal weight is this magical, uh, you know, thing that fixes everything. It is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's great. Whoops. It's great when you do it in a way that works for you. You know, just just being at that weight in and of itself doesn't make it perfect. You know, I, you know that, right? If that was the case, like you'd want to get back there. Like what's perfect? Let me let me give you an example of what I mean. I'm trying to get something down here. It's a busy day today. Um, like like let, let's put it in a different phrase, right? So you're thinking like that goal weight is just like the the it's going to fix everything, right? So even if you starve yourself, it'll be all worth it because I'll get that goal weight. But let's put it in a different direction. Like if I said I'd give you a million dollars, $5 million, if you get to your goal weight, right? Would, would you feel more motivated than you currently do? Yeah. That's because you don't, your, your idea of your goal weight, right? Like if you're not losing weight right now, if you're not at your goal weight, it's because your goal weight, what you think you want to achieve, isn't even motivating to you, you know? Think about that. That's kind of crazy, right? Because you're just assuming that you really want to lose weight. I'm here to tell you, you're not. <laughs> you're not motivated to lose weight. If you're not losing weight, it's because you're not motivated, you know? Um, we'll talk at three, but COVID hit again in the hospital and I can deal this time with your help. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I know Jody, what she's talking about here, this is the big This is the big thing here is that it's not just about weight. For Jody, she's more calm, you know? And, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the quality of life, you know? And so it's important that, we realize it's not just about losing weight because most people are obsessed with losing weight, but they're in their mind, they're anticipating that that weight loss is going to be miserable and stressful and difficult. And so they're avoiding it. Don't you find it odd that you, you all want to lose weight and you think about it 24 hours a day, but you're not doing anything to lose weight. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not because you're broken or you have no willpower. It's because you don't, a, you don't want to do the things that you think you need to do to lose weight um, because they're stressful, right? When you think about losing weight, you think of it as ultimately as pain. Imagine that. Isn't this a crazy world that you, you think about losing weight all day long, but really deep down, you associate weight loss with pain. This is why you don't even want to start. You don't even want to start losing a pound because it's like, oh, geez, I, oh, the holidays are coming up. Oh, I'm already stressed. Oh, there's COVID in the hospital. Like, oh, there's all this stress. The world's going to hell. Oh, I can't add another thing onto my plate. You know, and so it's like that right there is, is it's, it's like right in front of you. Like like the, the problem is right there in front of you. You just can't see it, you know, because you're used to just expecting, oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. It's miserable. No pain, no gain. It sucks. Yeah, you just got to do it, though. Bullshit. Bullshit. And if you don't want to start your plan today, you're not going to want to start your plan next Monday either. It's a shitty plan. <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. The problem is not you. It's that you got a shitty plan the worst. <laughs> like if you don't want to do your plan, it, it's shitty. You know, like Jody will be here. She'll be talking about like, I want to do my plan. I love doing my plan. I love it. Cause it makes me feel better. Right. Like I brush my teeth. Cause I feel better after I brush my teeth. You know what I mean? Like, like I eat well, cause I love eating well. I drink water. Cause I love feeling, you know what I mean? Like I do all of these things. Cause I love doing them. 
Do you love all of a sudden cutting all the sugar out of your life, all the carbs out of your life, cutting your calories down to 1200? No, <laughs> you hate it. And that's why you're not doing it. It's not rocket science, you know, but you just keep thinking the only problem is because you don't doing it. Um, I got to get myself to do it. No, you got to figure out a better way to, to lose weight. That's easy. That's enjoyable. That's simple. That's doable. What a crazy idea, huh? <laughs> Don says there's no end game. Get healthy and work to stay there. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, thanks for that. What other that little hand, little snappy hand with a heart. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, if you all have any questions about weight loss, ask them because I will uh, I'll do my best here. Freaking TikTok. They just, they used to just show questions and now they show like everything that's going on. Like anyone that joins or leaves or whatever, they show all that. And it's annoying because <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to figure out where the questions are sometimes and sometimes I miss them but I think I got got the ones that are saying but yeah what are people doing you know it's um at this time of year is one of my favorites too I love it because it's like you know I don't know like like what what next week's Thanksgiving here in America so it's like there's like a week left right and then people just they, they kind of go one of two paths right they're either just going to check out until January 1st you know or they're going to stay you know doing whatever they're going to do um, but people in my program, I, I love it because we will focus on how to have the best holiday season possible. The best holiday season is not just eating and drinking everything in sight. You know, that it's really not. The most pleasure you can get out of food is not just eating all of it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll tell you, I, I swear that the, the biggest thing you can do with your weight, I believe, is to start taking a step back. Take a step back from your typical point of view. What's up, toasted bagel with cream cheese? Um, take a step back. And again, in the program, we call it kind of going meta, right? You kind of float above yourself. You need to get a different perspective on yourself is what you need. And um, you're not getting that. You're always getting the same perspective. You think about weight loss like you're just like an automaton. You're just, you know what I mean? It's always the same thing. And I'm telling you that that's 90% of the problem because you're stuck in that mindset. So you need to kind of like just separate yourself from that diet mindset so you can see things for what they are. And very quickly, you start to realize what the problems are and what the solutions could be, you know? Um, yeah, Don says, no checking out. Yeah, right? Feel confident in myself first year that I have zero stress around food. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. Um, you're welcome, Don. And, and good job doing the work, you know? Uh, it's, it's important. Is it like intuitive eating? I mean, it becomes intuitive. What is intuitive eating? Okay, let's talk about that. Because when people talk about intuitive eating, to me, it just, it reveals a complete and total lack of understanding of how their mind works. Because people say, well, what do you think about intuitive eating? You're not going to start with intuitive eating. If, you're, if you've been overweight for 20, 30 years, what, what intuitions do you think you can trust in yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like your intuitions are what made you overweight. Intuitions are just our automated behaviors, our subconscious programming. And so, yeah, I wouldn't trust your intuitions if you're overweight and struggling. You could trust my intuitions if you had them. I couldn't trust my intuitions when I was 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? So intuitions are not this magical thing. They're things you have to develop. But the question is, how are you developing your intuitions? But that's a good focus. You know, if you understand what intuitions are, I think you're starting to get to the right place. Because again, my goal for people is not to lose weight. It's to get to your goal weight and then live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. On near autopilot. That's the key part. Because you're living overweight on near autopilot, aren't you? So you, you have the mistaken idea probably. A lot of people have the mistaken idea. Oh, well, my weight, if I didn't pay attention, I'd just keep going up and up and up and up and up. No, you wouldn't. 
you got kind of this subconscious thermostat that's going on. And rarely do people just keep going. They go up and up over years, but you're not putting, typically, you're not putting 50, 60 pounds on over the year. You might put five pounds on a year, okay? But I'm talking about that. But that still implies that there's some control factor going on. There's some subconscious control of your weight, you know? And so there is, <laughs> and it's your subconscious programming. And your subconscious program is keeping you overweight. And what you're trying to do to fight against that is you're trying to consciously fight against your subconscious programming. And with Program Yourself, then what we're looking to do is we're looking to install new subconscious programming that keeps you at your goal weight. I'm not sitting, I, I've kept the weight off for 30 years. I haven't dieted and I haven't worked out in any consistent way. I have programmed myself to eat and live a certain way that keeps me at my goal weight. And now I just, I just kind of do it. I'm not saying I don't think about it. I, I always use the example of like uh, brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth and it's like you you know you want to brush your teeth, but most of it's just on autopilot, right? You brush it at the same times a day and you're just doing it on kind of autopilot. And so you're kind of aware of it, sort of, but it's primarily autopilot. That's what I want for your reading. That's what we work on is how you get it to automatically be that way. Um, Karen said, I look forward to eating healthy as much as I used to eating bad. Yeah, right? That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly it. And I enjoy eating unhealthy foods still. But, but I moderate them because it's like, it's like alcohol. Very, very similar path there for me is like, I, I still enjoy having a couple drinks on the weekends, but I don't, I don't love getting shit faced anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't enjoy drinking every day anymore. You know, um, even when I wasn't getting shit faced. And so my, my, my desires and cravings have changed. You know, my, my sense of what pleasure is in terms of alcohol has changed. And same with food. I still enjoy, you know, the last couple of weeks I've been eating more candy. You know, there's been Halloween candy. I've been eating that. It's like, I enjoy it to some degree, but I would never want to eat that all the time. That's not enjoyable to me, you know? Eating, you know, eating flour, eating sugar um, all day, every day is not enjoyable to me anymore, you know? And so it's balanced. I love eating healthy and I love when I'm not eating healthy, you know? I love them both. They, they work together well. But that's great, Karen. I love to hear that. Um, Carla says, what if you're just tired about your life, life revolving around food and don't want to think anymore? Yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking to you about. Jesus, like folks, you've been thinking about food and dieting and weight loss for decades now and it's not working. Yeah, no, I hope you're fucking tired of it. <laughs> yeah, great. Great. Yeah, get tired of it. It's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. God, is there anything worse than thinking about weight loss and dieting and, and all that shit for just day after day after day after day, 24 hours a day and you're not losing any weight? And now it's 10 years later, 20 years later, 30 years later, you're still, still overweight, still not happy with your weight, still thinking about it all the time, still nothing changing. Yeah, I, I could understand why you wouldn't want to think about that anymore. You know, that's why I always say that. Like those are always, the people in my program, 95% of them, they're people just apathetic now, you know, because it's not even just the thinking all the time, it's the times you've actually stuck to it and you lost the weight and then you put it back on. You're doing that two, three times and then it's like, oh my God, what, what am I doing here? You know, it's just, it feels like there's no answers. That's, that's, that's the majority of the clients end up working with me. You know, they're, they're smart, successful people professionally in, in areas of their lives, but they can't get the weight thing under. And they spend all their time wondering why they can't do it. Why, what's wrong with me? You know, there's nothing wrong with you. You have a shitty strategy. You have no strategy. You have a diet strategy, which isn't enough. You know, so I get it, Carla. It's, um, but, but now it's up to you. you. It's not that you don't want to think about it anymore. You just want to think about it in a way that works. You know, you don't want to think about it anymore because it's not working that way. The diet mindset doesn't work. And so you're just spinning your wheels with no results. 
and no no forward momentum. That's the most depressing part in a way is that you've been spending 10, 20, 30 years trying to lose weight and you know as little about weight loss now as you did before you started your first diet. And I think that's the problem, you know? And so Program Yourself Thin is, is a much different approach. But what I would suggest to you is, is go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you, but watch the training I give you right after you sign up. It's three steps to master your weight. And that will give you a new way to think about your weight and food that I think is going to serve you better. You know, um, <laughs> Thank you, Jim's amazing. Thank you all. I appreciate you all saying that. Uh, Gabrielle was 20, 263 pounds and now stuck at 155. I'm 5'3". Any advice how to break the plateau? Wow, Gabriel, that, that's quite an accomplishment. Um, how long have you been stuck at 155? <laughs> so even that languaging, I can already tell. Um, I can already tell that languaging, you're... Uh, the languaging is this impatience almost, you know? And so I don't know how long, I don't know if you could answer that. How long have you been stuck at 155? And let me just mention this, right? Because this is the weirdest part of weight loss is at 263, you would have given your left arm to be stuck at 155. Do you know what I mean? So, so enjoy 155, okay? Um, and anytime you get into a plateau, I always, it's the same recommendation. I suggest you focus on maintenance, practice maintenance, because eventually you get to a point where it's maintenance. I always say this, that pe most people, they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And once the scale stops going down, now they get no pleasure. You got to be careful of that because what most people have is two mindsets. You got an overweight mindset, the mindset of being 263, and then you got your diet mindset. And most people have these two mindsets, overweight mindset, diet mindset. And best case scenario is you diet yourself down to your goal weight. Well, now you can't go back to thinking like an overweight person and you can't um, keep dieting, right? So you're stuck. And so very rarely are people focusing on creating a thin, healthy mindset where they can live at that goal weight forever because you're going to live at a plateau forever. That's the goal, right? Um, but so yeah, how long, how long have you been at 155? And I can give you a little more specific. Can hypnosis help with willpower for weight loss? Um, okay. Uh, it, 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 like it doesn't help... It does help with willpower actually a little bit because the hypnosis kind of calms you down and relaxes you and that helps generate more willpower. But it's not so much that it gives you more willpower as much as that it puts more things on autopilot so you don't need willpower. See, so you have, a, you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is the prefrontal cortex part of your brain. It's the most evolutionary, the newest part of your brain. Um, this is the part of your brain that is logical and rational. This is the part of your brain that knows you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do it. This is where your willpower is at. And all your automated behaviors, all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are run by your subconscious mind. So you kind of just do the same things over and over, right? And so a lot of people, when they want to lose weight, they use their conscious mind to fight against their subconscious mind, right? So you're trying to consciously force yourself to not do the things you typically do. And so with hypnosis, we want to install new behaviors into your subconscious mind so that you automatically do the things that keep you at your goal weight, that get you and keep you there. So, it, you know what I mean? It, it's not about using willpower to fight against yourself forever. Um, it's about reprogramming your subconscious mind so you naturally think, live, and eat like a thin and healthy person. Hope that makes sense. What's up, Tabby? Um, so Gabrielle says it's six months. Six months of, of living at one, 155. So... I think that's great. I, so I get it, though. You know, I don't know where you want to get to. What, what's your goal weight, by the way? 
53155. What an accomplishment. And staying there for six months is quite an accomplishment. I said, great job, Gabrielle. Because a lot of people, the, as long as the weight loss is going down, they can stay on track. And when they plateau out, that's where there's like, ah, you know, the motivation just disappears. So, so that's a great job for you. So now the question becomes, I, I always approach plateaus in two ways. The first one is I really want to, I want to optimize it, right? So as soon as like, like when I'm, I'm doing my stuff and all of a sudden the weight's starting to plateau, now what I do is I'm going to focus on what I'm doing what I've done to lose the weight, and I'm going to optimize it. And what I mean by optimizing it is not just cutting more calories out yet, but but making it easier for me. How can I make what I've done to lose the weight, how can I make it easier? How can I make my meal planning easier, having the food there easier, uh, more enjoyable, whatever is going to optimize it for you so that you want to do it long term? Because again, the goal is not to lose weight. The goal is to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. That, that distinction is crucial. Gabrielle, please, please, please go to my bio, get the hypnosis session, but watch the training that I give you. Because what, one of the things that has to happen here, and I don't know what your full weight loss history is, um, or your full weight history is, but if you've been overweight for most of your life, you have the identity, the self-image of an overweight person. And again, like I said, you, you, you have the mindset and identity of an overweight person and a dieter. And so you can diet as long as you're losing weight and you still think of yourself as an overweight person, but you're dieting, you're getting down there. But what you need to do as quick as you possibly can is start to think about this process as an inside out approach, you know, so that you start thinking of yourself at whatever goal weight you want to live at as the person who you want to be. Um, I would say you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. Okay. So it's not about just losing weight and being a certain weight. It's about who is the best Gabrielle I could possibly be. Who's the best Gabrielle that I can imagine? And make that the focus, okay? Now, one aspect of that's the weight, but there's more to it. There's probably you being more relaxed, more calm, more focused, more taking more action, being more successful, whatever's important in your life. And you need to make this process bigger than just the number on a scale, okay? You need to make it bigger. And that, that's gonna help you with motivation, but that's what we wanna start to do, is we wanna make this a process that's not just the scale going down. We're the same person, we're just gonna be way less. No, 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 it's an inside out process here. And I always say like, most people are on the, the path of weight loss, okay? But weight loss subconsciously is a temporary thing. I'm gonna do this until I lose the weight. And they think of the goal weight as the finish line. The goal weight is the starting line right? Because you want to live there forever. I don't know if you've lost weight and put it on before, Gabrielle, but, but it's like you, you really, you want to master your weight this time, right? You look, look at all the work you've done, over 100 pounds, and it's been, well, if you've been at the same weight for six months, I mean, you must be a year and a half into this. Well, amazing. Again, because programming itself is built on the idea, I went and found people that had lost weight and kept it off for two years. I began speaking with them, and I learned so much. That became the foundational piece of programming yourself then. It's all the things I learned from them. And so the way a dieter thinks and the way a person who's thin and healthy thinks are two worlds apart. And so you need to start start now, now. Do not wait till you get to your goal weight to do this. <laughs> That's the biggest mistake you can make. I always ask people that. that uh, there's nothing triggers a dieter more than uh, when they're losing weight. And I say, what are you going to do when you get to your goal weight? Right? And then like, I don't want to, I'll, I'll figure it out then. I don't know. You know, but it's like, you probably won't. Most people don't, you know, 90, they say 82 to 95% of people that lose weight on a diet, put it back on. And I think a big part of it is they never learn how to think of themselves as a thin, healthy person. They never internalize that identity. And so you want to start working on that right now. Um, that would be my, my main focus. And um, again, if you watch that training I give you, it breaks that down more. 
um, really kind of the weight mastery pyramid. And if you master the weight mastery pyramid, you're master your, your weight, no doubt. Okay. So, um, yeah, anyone that wants to learn that, go check that out, go to my bio, click the link, um, sign up for the hypnosis session. And then I, I send you the training automatically. All right. But, uh, that's going to be helpful. Oh, it is 115. Um, Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I suggest. What's up Parsons? But yeah, I'm probably gonna, I can't get out of here in a few minutes. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I'll answer I got kind of a short one today. I got a busy day coming up here. So if anyone has any questions, feel free. I know we're getting into the weird time, right? Especially in America, like, like Thanksgiving, especially, right? Talk about like literal eating holiday. Um, Um, yeah. <laughs> I was reading something. Uh, people are crazy. When it comes to weight loss, man, God, it's one of the craziest subjects on the planet. Someone said the reason weight loss is so crazy because everyone's lost weight. So everyone thinks they're an expert at it. But that's not true because no one really, like, listens to their own body or their own selves when they want to lose weight. They're always like looking for someone else's plan and, and kind of using that, you know, I find people very unintuitive when it comes, um, to weight loss, not, not because it's anyone's fault. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, most people, most people, we, we've all been conditioned by the diet industry, you know, millions and millions and millions of, of ads, Maybe not millions and millions, but millions of diet ads we've all been exposed to, you know? And the more you think about weight loss, the more ads you've been exposed to. So um, that has, that affects how you're thinking about weight loss. And it's not in a positive way. It's got you very confused. Um, so anyways, it's important that, oh, this is like, you know, the, the Zen story of like, the Zen student who goes to the Zen master and says, I want to, oh, I, I want you to teach me how to meditate. I've been studying for 30 years and I know this and this and this and this. And uh, the master goes to pour him some tea and he's filling up and it fills up to the top and he just keeps pouring it, you know? And uh, the student goes, hey, what are you doing? It's full. And uh, he goes, just just like your, your mind, you know, how can I teach you something when you already are full with knowledge, right? And I find that a lot with weight loss. I think people are stuck with their own ideas and thoughts about weight loss that aren't working. That, that's the craziest part. And that's just such a human thing that, uh, you know, it, it's such a human thing that, that things aren't working for us and we just keep on doubling down on them, <laughs> you know, especially with weight loss. Like, it's like if you've been trying to diet for 20 years, 30 years and it hasn't worked, Right, like a logical, normal response. Well, let me do something different. But a dieter just doubles down. So I, I need to, I need to do this diet even better now. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Um, my mom brought me Swiss chocolate, and I ate it all. After thinking about it, I realized that my old habits can sabotage me. Oh yeah, Tabby, they're not your old habits. They're your, they're your current habits. Do you know what I mean? And that's exactly right. Um, that's exactly right. Your, your, your habits. So, so your habits are really your subconscious programming. I think that's a better way to frame it. Um, I think there's more context to it. But, you know, like we've all been taught this stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
you know, if you were raised to then Parsons says, how does one practice thinking like a healthy and thin person? Um, how do you practice that? That's a great question, right? How do you practice it? That's exactly, that, that's what I teach in the program. And, and the cornerstone technique of the whole program is the program yourself thin technique, which is really two techniques. It's the redo and rehearsal technique. And this is why, like, there's a ton of hypnosis in the program. Like, it's an eight-week program. And every day, you know, I send you a message on your phone. And when you wake up, then when you click it and you listen to your five-minute hypnosis session in the morning. And that's very helpful and powerful. And I bring you through the weight mastery blueprints where you figure out what to do specifically for you to live at your goal weight. Those are really important. But the most important piece is you learning how to take control of your own mind. You learning how to program your own subconscious mind. Because I can give you all the hypnotic suggestions and sessions in the world. I don't know what your worst habit is. I don't know where your worst habits are showing up, what triggers them. I, I'm not, I don't know those things. I don't know what you say to yourself to discourage yourself. I don't know these things, you know? If you get in the program with the coaching, I can help you figure them out. But ultimately, you're the one that has to take control of your own mind. So how do you, Parsons, think like a thin and healthy person? Now, I know you don't know, but how do you practice it? You do the redo and rehearsal technique every night. It takes a minute or two. It's a self-hypnosis technique. Very, very powerful. And what it does is you, every night, you learn what you're doing wrong, and you learn and grow from that, right? So I'll give you there, there, there. How do you practice thinking like a thin and healthy person? I'll tell you. You start to look at your mistakes and you learn and grow from them. Do you do that now? No. No one does that. Because when it comes to weight loss, what do we do? Day one, perfect. I'm going to ride this perfection out to my goal weight, baby. Easy. Easy peasy. That's going to be perfect. What's your plan for losing weight? I'm going to be perfect. You're going to be perfect? Yeah, all or nothing, baby. All or nothing. No more carbs. Done. Done with carbs till I get to my goal weight. No more sugar. You know? So it's like you're never learning how, you're never learning from your mistakes. One of the mantras in the program is that mistakes are your greatest teachers. You're making mistakes because you need to learn something. You know, but dieters are never learning shit. They're just getting mad at themselves. Usually dieters start a plan. They're perfect for a couple days. They make a mistake and now it's catastrophic. They're off their plan. You know, so the, the way to practice things like a thin and healthy person, the only way I've seen, honestly, is, is the program yourself thin technique, the, the redo rehearsal technique. I've never seen anyone kind of ritualize a process where you get to practice thinking like a thin, and healthy person. And that's smart questioning because, you know, it's like, say I want to learn the piano. OK, there's nothing you could teach me right now that's going to make me know the piano unless it's a practice routine that I can do every day. Do you understand? Like, like, you have to understand that. You, you as a dieter, all dieters think that there's just, they're missing this little piece of information that's going to change everything all of a sudden. And I can't tell you how wrong that is. It has nothing to do with the information in your head. You already know what you should and shouldn't eat. Problem is, you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. You know? And you never learn. You're never learning shit. This is why you're 20 years into the process and you want to lose 50 pounds, you don't want to lose 5 pounds. You, you just, you don't know. You have no, and you're not getting better. You haven't improved. I'm not saying this to depress you. I'm saying it to, to jolt you awake, get you on another path. Shit, the path starts for free. <clears throat> Go watch the training I give you. You'll see what I mean. You've got no, there's no granular context to how you're going to master your weight. You never even use those words. You just say lose weight. And your, your idea of how you're going to lose weight is you're going to willpower. You're going to muscle yourself to do everything perfect. And it never works. It's never going to work. And you keep doing it. And I don't know why. I just assume it's, I hope, 
I hope it's because you just know another better way in your mind, which I get, I hope. That's why I get on your live every day. That's what I'm trying to help you with, is to help you realize that you don't have a better way. You're making the best choice you have available to you. And it's a shitty choice. It's dieting. And there's better ways. You can't even separate weight loss from dieting. If you do, it's probably surgery or some medication, you know? And um, so, yeah, you have to learn how to reprogram your habits. That, that's the secret, for sure. Um, Arma says, so true. It is true, right? And then it becomes easier. How do I lose face fat? Well, I mean, usually you, you can't spot reduce. What a bunch of shit that is, you know? Um, but you can, you know, overall start losing fat and it'll probably come out of your face. Or it'll be the last place it comes out of your face. Who knows, you know? We're all genetically different. So, um, I don't know. Some people say I got fat cheeks. I, I, don't, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I know I got little love handles. And so that's the last place, you know, the fat kind of comes off of. So everyone's like this. So you start losing some weight and see how it shows up, you know? Um, start eating healthier, start moving some more, start living a healthier lifestyle, and your face will probably slim down. Most likely, you, you know? Again, we, we got to understand. I always say there's two steps to mastering your weight. There's action, which everyone focuses on, but there's also acceptance. We live in a culture where we constantly have perfection and jam down our throats. So we're always referencing ourselves against perfection. I'm sitting here referencing myself against Brad Pitt. The guy's a, a one in a trillion genetics looking this guy right? And it's like, yeah, I want to look like him. And if I don't look like him, I'm ugly. You know what I mean? But that's the world we live in. And um, we have to recognize that and, and mitigate that, right? Because it'll, it'll eat us up. Yeah, you're probably not going to look like the movie star you're thinking about or the athlete you're thinking about or whoever, you know? I don't know. Tough shit. That's just how it is for all of us, you know? So just accept it, be the best version of you you can be, and move forward, you know, in, in a way that you want to move in. How much is your program? I did the free trial video and I enjoyed it, but I need to listen to it more. Yeah, of course, right? You need reinforcement because weight loss is about reinforcement. You know, that's a big mistake people make. You, like learning, learning is like two things, right? Learning is like 5% of it is learning new information and 95% of it is reinforcing that information until you get it, you know? And so there's two versions of the program. The program, again, if you can do it, um, if you can coach with me, it'll be the best money you ever spent on your weight and health without question, there's, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I can, I can pinpoint your problem within seconds and, and move you through it into a better place. No matter how bad you feel. That's always my, my favorite thing. I want everyone to do, just do great, but you're not going to do great. Eight weeks, you're going to hit some, some struggle. And that's when I get to go to work. And that's will be the most value you get out of the program. So that's $1,000 right now. That's going to become $2,000 um, very quickly. So it's, if you can do that, cool. And if you don't want to do the coaching, you just want to do it on your own, it's 300 bucks. And so, you know, this is an eight-week program every day, you know, because I know, again, you've never even done a weight mastery program, but what's the hardest part of mastering something and, and changing something? It's remembering, you know? And so I know that. So again, I deliver the program through the phone. So every morning when you wake up, I know what you're going to do. You're going to look at your phone. You're going to see a message from me. You click on that message, listen to a five-minute hypnosis session. What do you think would happen if for the next eight weeks... You woke up every morning for five minutes, you relaxed, you calmed down, you got positive suggestions put in your mind. Each session has a weight loss mantra. You start to think differently, you start to feel differently, and guess what happens? You start to act different. So it's relaxing and calming. You know, that's what you need. The last thing you need in the world you need to lose weight is to stress yourself out with another crazy diet. And especially now with the holidays coming, Jesus, are you all or nothing? So are you just going to check out till January 1st? 
You know, it's just crazy. So yeah, it, it's it's about weight mastery. Yeah, Karen's yeah, she's a client, right? She, <laughs> we have a great day one. So yeah, she she loves the program. She's been doing great with it. Because again, it's just it's different. It's not about just weight loss. You know, it's about weight mastery, and it's about improving the quality of your life. See, you're you're so depleted and overwhelmed and exhausted, most likely, that the idea that you're just going to start a plan perfectly tomorrow is crazy. I always joke, it's like, you know, it's like if you got weak legs and your solution is to start running a marathon every day. You know what I mean? What is this stupid? It doesn't make any sense. But that's what you're doing with the diet. You get so upset and you're overwhelmed, you're depleted physically, mentally, emotionally, and your solution to it is to overwhelm yourself some more by not eating for 16 hours or cutting your calories down to 1200 or to stop eating carbs. And it's so overwhelming and stressful to you that you don't want to do it and you're not going to do it. That's why, you know, you're so impatient with your weight loss. How much weight have you lost over the last six months, last year? We're moving into that time, you know what I mean, of, of oh, January 1st. Well, how you done this year? How you done the last five years? You know? Fuck. Do something different. <laughs> Christ, do not go through another holiday where you're like, oh, January 1st. I'm going to start January 1st. You know? Start now. Send your subconscious mind a message that you're doing things different, right? And you can do it different for free to go and just go to my bio, get the hypnosis session, and watch the training. It's free. Okay, if you want to get the program, it's there for you. You know, I'm here every day for you. Every every Monday through Friday, I get on here and do these lives. Um, I make new videos all the time. <laughs> January 1 will be one of my pleasure days. Good for you, Don. You know what? Me too. I'm going to sit here on January 1st eating like, I don't know what, pizza and pasta or something. Eat uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> just to prove the point if you think you're gonna kick off on january 1st oh my god good lord yeah and wine right <laughs> exactly it's a plan done right that's what we'll do the, no dry january right it's just oh come on man what do they say it's a definition of insanity doing the same thing expecting a different result and nlp we got our presuppositions which are kind of like our commandments and one of them is if something's not working do something different. And we had to make it a commandment because our brains don't want to do that. We do what we did. This is why you're struggling with your weight, by the way. But you just keep approaching your weight loss in the exact same way. You think it's different because, oh, now it's intermittent fasting. It was keto. It was Atkins. It was carnivore. It was vegan. It was this. So the diets trick you into think you're doing different stuff. But every diet's the same. You know, the, the specifics are different, but the process of dieting is always exactly the same. It's you starting on Monday, being perfect, doing some extreme thing, all or nothing. And that's the thing that's exactly the same. And it never works for you. You know, so good Lord, please do something different. And the most different thing you could do is to not check out for the holidays, right? Because you got an all or nothing mindset. So it's like, how are you going to lose weight unless you don't drink anything over the holidays? I don't need any carbs during the holidays. Well, you're not going to do that. So I guess I'll just check out until January 1st, you know? And so I think it's a great time to realize how stupid the strategy you're trying to use is. It's not you. It's not you. It's not that you're a weak-willed person or a bad person. That's not why you're not losing the weight. It's because you do not have a good strategy. If you did, you'd be doing it. I know how to go through the holidays and enjoy myself and not gain weight. And if I gain some weight, it doesn't matter because I go right back to my norm on, uh, you know, I'm going to say January 1st, which actually is not true. Because who the hell's going to, you know, what are you going to do? Take six weeks of, of holiday eating and drinking and then magically one day you're just going to turn into some magical superpower person? It's goofy. 
So even that, I got a re-entry period. So January 1st will come and um, I'll give myself a week or two to kind of get myself back to where I'm at like right now. And even right now, actually, it's been a tough, tough fall for me. Broke my foot. That kind of threw me off. I was super busy for a number of weeks there with the broken foot. Um, I feel like I'm just kind of getting back to normal. Then Halloween came, you know? So it's like I deal with the same shit that everyone else does, but I'm not all or nothing. So I'm still, I'm in my, I'm still in my process like 85%. So I still got my weight under control, you know? But most people, it's like, oh, I drank some wine. Oh, good, blew it. Blew it. Catch me January 1st, you know? Oh, it bums me out because I want you all to live at your goal weight in an easy, comfortable, enjoyable way. I want you all to live the best quality of life you possibly can. Thanks, Don. I saw that. Um, I want you to be happy and I want you to be free of constantly thinking about food and weight and diets and bullshit and dumb stuff and feeling bad about yourself. I want you to be free of that. I want you to live as long as you can. I want you to have the best quality of life while you're here. You know, I want you to master this area of your life. That's one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, I, I work a lot with like very, very successful people. Celebrities sometimes work with a movie star right now. And it's like, you get these people that are so successful in those areas, financially, we'll say, career-wise. Um, and you think like, wow, okay, they must, you know, they killed it. They killed in life. Nope. Not, 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 we get on, on a coaching call, you know, they're, they're, they feel just as bad about themselves as, as you may feel. And so the, the money, the success doesn't overcome that, you know? And so, uh, to me, it's like I look at the weight as it's personal development. You know, it's wrapping your weight loss in personal development, you know, and um, making this about more than just a number on a scale. It's about becoming the best version of you possible. And I think that that is the big difference. Do you think antidepressants are needed for binge eating? Um, no, 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 no. N not at first. I mean, again, everyone's path is unique. So I'm not saying absolutely no, um, but... I, I've not seen that be the case. I think, you know, I, listen, I, I get that sometimes with the depression, there's a chemical reality, you know, um, but there's also a lifestyle reality. There's a, there's a cognitive reality to, to depression too. And so for me personally, like there's so many other strategies you could try before you move to the antidepressants, you know, I'll give you the two big ones though. When it comes to binge eating, the two big triggers of binge eating are, um, yeah, okay, how to overcome my, my binge eating habits after 10 years. Uh, yeah, okay, so when it comes to binge eating, what I always suggest to people is you want to learn from them. See, like you binge eat, and then you get to the end of it, and you say, you either do one of two things. You either ignore it, and you say, I'm never going to do that again, or you beat yourself up about it. And either one of them almost guarantees it's going to happen again. And you, again, 10 years, right? So if you look at it, you binge eat the same way, and you respond the exact same way every time. It's like, it's like a program. You just run it and nothing ever changes. And so what I'd suggest the way to change it is the next time you binge eat, ideally, so again, I don't know how you, you won't remember this most likely, but what you want to do is next time you binge eat, ideally, if you can take like five minutes after is just sit with yourself, sit with the physicality, the physical consequence, the mental, emotional consequence of the binge, not judging yourself. I want to make this clear. Do not judge yourself. It's not a judgment thing. It's an awareness thing. So you binge and then you sit quietly with yourself. No screens, no music, nothing. Just quietly close your eyes and sit with yourself. How do you feel physically? What are the sensations? That feeling of fullness, that inability to breathe deeply because your stomach's so full, the stress, the tension, the tiredness, 
all of these things in your body, mentally and emotionally, how do you feel? Again, not judging yourself, not beating yourself up, but just being aware and present with the consequences that follow the binge. That's the first step. The next step is to look back at the binge and learn from it. What was the state that you were in? Mentally, emotionally, what, what, where were you at state-wise right before the binge? Because there's two big triggers of binges. One is that you're over-restricting, and one is that you have emotions that you don't want to deal with, don't know how to deal with, and so you're using the binging shame cycle to, to avoid it. And so, again, these, these are general ideas. I'm not saying these are necessarily applicable to you, but one thing I can almost guarantee is you're not looking back and learning from the binge. You think you're a bad person because you binged and you didn't stop yourself. I think you're a good person who doesn't have a good strategy to deal with that state that you were in right before the binge. And I think you, the binging is your best strategy to change your state. So let me give you specific words. You, maybe you're feeling really depressed and then you're binging to not feel so depressed. Maybe you feel lonely and then you're binging so you don't feel as lonely. And so we need to understand what is leading to the binge, not just blaming ourselves for not, for, for not stopping ourselves, but understand what's going on there. Because once we understand it, then we can start finding real specific elegant solutions to it. So you just want to stop it, but you're doing it for a reason. You're doing it for a positive reason. You are binging for a positive reason. We only do things for positive reasons. I know that sounds crazy, but I promise you, and once you start to realize the positive reason you're binging for, then you can start to find other ways to create that same positive um, reason that doesn't include the binge. But right now you're just trying to fight against it. It's not working. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, Parson says, I ignored mine for so long so I don't beat myself up about it, but it hasn't helped either. Yeah, that's the ignoring it. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's better than beating it up. Uh, it's a little better probably than beating it up, beating yourself up about it, but it's no better. It's what I say. People, they either beat themselves up, they ignore it. But neither one of those helps you move forward in the way that you want to. You've got to look back and, and learn from it. This is why I say the redo rehearsal technique, it's one of the, it's, it's just like, I've never seen anyone with a technique like this. And this is a technique I invented after talking to a lot of people. Um, I learned hypnosis, neurolinguistic program, a lot of psychology, personal development. I learned all this stuff. Then I began speaking with people that had lost weight and kept it off for two years. And I kind of combined these into, I started doing this, the redo rehearsal technique. And that was the core thing I did to master and program my subconscious mind so that I live at the same weight. Here I am 30 years later at the same weight. You know, I've had one blip 12 years ago, but I've been the same weight and I'm not, I'm not dieting, I'm not counting calories, I'm not obsessed with food. I have programmed my subconscious mind so that I think, live, and eat like a thin and healthy person. And, and you can do the same thing as all my clients do. So if you want to go deeper in understanding that process, go get my hypnosis session that I give you um, because that'll help you clarify and connect to your goal body, your, your, your goal weight, and what it feels like so it'll create a sense of motivation. And then watch the training I give you, three steps to master your weight, you know? Um, and this will help you kind of understand this other approach. All right. Um, all right, everyone, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, got to go. But remember, yeah, as I said, you can go to my bio, get the hypnosis session. Um, podcast is Program Yourself Then You can listen on the podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, I hope you, I wish you all the best, right? Especially when you're binging, it gets real serious. Um, and, and that's not my specialty. Binge eating disorder is not my specialty. But even what I show you in the training will, I think, help you with that. You know, but again, if you want to master your weight once and for all, um, that training will really help you. All right. So thanks so much, everyone. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.